Raw Truth, Stories of Female Infidelity may contain explicit and questionable content. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual podcaster Rebecca Adams and are not based on the advice of a licensed therapist, psychologist, or psychiatrist. Listener discretion is strongly advised. Human lives follow many paths, presenting twists and turns and choices never planned, never expected. Temptation, anger, depression, and loneliness all can lead a person to a mistake they can't take back. Facing judgment and isolation, a person can feel very alone. These are the voices of women who have chosen to cheat on their spouses or partners. Hear their stories. This is Raw Truth, Stories of Female Infidelity. Welcome to Raw Truth Stories of Female Infidelity in 2021. Hope everybody is doing good and everybody's had a good holiday and New Year's and here we go into the next adventure. Fingers crossed, of course, that 2021 doesn't suck as bad as 2020 did for so many people. And not to sound, you know, selfish, but myself included, especially around the holidays was super bad with my husband being in the hospital. And the day that I'm recording this, he's actually still in there and it is Christmas Day today. I figured while I had some quiet time, I may as well work and uh, well, I've had some quiet time since he's been gone on the 16th is when his surgery was. And uh, he still has to overall work through some kinks before they'll let him come home and he's just desperately wanting to come home. Um, so this is day, what, today's the 25th, he went on the 16th, so this is day nine, and, uh, our first Christmas apart, and it's been not so fun. So hopefully other people were able to see some family and do some things over the holidays. And, uh, well, let's get started with today. Enough of my crying over spilled milk, right? So just a couple of things for this upcoming year. Um, as a reminder, we no longer will be having the midweek ponder being released on Wednesdays. They have moved to Sundays. So it'll be opposite Sunday that a Raw Truth episode will um, air, no, stream. <laughs> and it will go, you know, so a Raw Truth women's story. And then, and now it's called Let's Ponder will be on Sunday. And then the raw truth the next Sunday, and so on. And then I'll still have my Patreon episodes. Typically, there are two of them a month that come out on top of these uh, regular episodes that you hear. And theirs is um, usually released on a Friday. Um, and it's like three bucks to subscribe. I know I've mentioned this a couple of times. It's really easy. Go to my website and you can click on uh, the Patreon subscribe button. And over there, you'll get these extra episodes. And what's interesting about those ones is it's going to tell the opposite side of what I normally tell, right? I'm always talking about on here, the women's side of what happened, you know, why did they choose to step out of their relationship? Talk about it. Let's find out because, um, you know, if you're a woman who has been unfaithful, you know that it's, you can't, you, you get excited, but then at the same time you have shame 
But like with any situation, you want to have somebody to talk to, or somebody to listen, or does anybody know what I'm doing? Or does anybody else know what to do now that I put myself in this situation? It's a very lonely place. And I know that People who um, are not sensitive to it, like I am, or like a lot of you listeners are, will say, well, then that's your own fucking problem. You know, you're the one that's screwed up. Rather than seeking to understand the constant, uh, the constant judgment is always there right off the cuff. Um, and so um, my whole point of me babbling on and on about this is that we talk about the female, but it's also good to understand what happens on the other side. What is the husband or boyfriend going through? You know, why do they, um, or what do they, how do they process it? What are they thinking when they find out? Because I know a lot of my stories, and you know, the husbands or partners or whatever, they don't know. But then there's a side when the husbands do find out. And what it is that they have to go through. Um, sometimes they feel emasculated. Um, they're embarrassed, like maybe they don't... Um, please their wives or girlfriends or their, you know, I don't know, just different. There's different reasons in men's minds as to why their wives would have cheated on them, which actually brings up a a future episode coming up. I think I'm aiming for the end of January. Um, and it was, um, the less, it was a topic that we talked about. Why do some women seem to go, um, like basically polar opposite of what their husband is. Let's say their husband is a, executive and they live in a nice affluent life and things are la-di-da but then they turn around and they start hooking up with some dude that looks like a gangbanger or a um a guy who lives in his mother's basement kind of a thing and I'm not trying to profile I'm not trying to stereotype um I'm just saying what has been coming across I have pulled information from people on social media um, and also people who listen to one of the recent episodes um, and they are starting to submit their thoughts. And so what I'm asking is, why do you think that is? Um, as a woman, why do you think you would have chosen somebody completely different? What was it that attracted you to this person that might be different? And the the um, question was a lesser man, which, you know, I guess that's kind of a... Uh, I don't know. It's not real clear what that means. And I've had people ask, but I explained just a second ago that it's, you know, just basically in the husband's eyes, you know, why would she want to go and do that when she's got all this? You know, of course, there's a lot more deeper to that. Um, So I'm asking both men and women just their opinions and their thoughts. And I've had some really interesting things uh, come through and points on both sides of the coin. And so when we talk about that on an upcoming Let's Ponder episode, like I said, I believe it's scheduled for later this month. And um, we're going to get into that. So if you have, uh, you want to put in your your thoughts, shoot me an email, rebecca.rawtruth at gmail.com. I have an article that I would like to share with you. And It kind of goes with the times, I think, currently, just this time of year. Um, It is called, Why Do Women Cheat? Look past old stereotypes about infidelity for the answer. It was in Good Housekeeping, um, let's see here, January 10th, 2020, by Marissa Lascala. I hope I pronounced that right. Unlike previous generations, currently women and men cheat at approximately the same rates, though the reasons why women cheat may be different from men. 
The three main reasons for cheating in women are lack of love for primary partner, desire for sexual variety, and situational factors like being drunk or on vacation. The beginning of the year is a rough time for the institution of marriage. Ashley Madison, a dating website for people looking to start extramarital affairs, reports in a press release that January and February are the site's biggest months for new signups. And in news that may or not be related, divorce lawyers add that they see a surge in divorce filings after the holidays. Uh, And then it says web searches for divorce peak mid-January, according to USA Today. Before it gets to that point, it's worth taking a step back and looking at why people are unfaithful to begin with, especially women whose affairs are often misreported or misunderstood. The differences in the reasons why men and women cheat are narrowing. It's easy to fall back on old assumptions that men are more likely to cheat with the usual list of justifications like how they can't keep it in their pants. That's becoming more and more untrue as time goes on. Traditionally, it's been argued that women are more likely than men to cheat because they're unhappy with their existing relationships, while men are more likely than women to cheat because they're looking for sexual variety or an opportunity presented itself, says Zana, I'm going to butcher this, Vranglova, PhD, a sexpert at Lilo, L-E-L-O, and a professor of human sexuality at NYU, quote, That's still true to some extent today, but the gender gap in infidelity is closing among the newer generations. Quote, in older generations, men were much more likely to cheat than women, whereas in the current generation, women and men are cheating at similar rates, she adds. Quote, and the current generation of men and women are more similar in their reasons for cheating than older generations. Of course, there are some variations between men and women. Quote, a recent study showed men were more likely than women to cheat for reasons related to sexual desire and variety and due to situational factors like being drunk, Vranglova says. Quote, However, the top three reasons for cheating endorsed by both women and men were exactly the same. Lack of love for primary partner, desire for sexual variety, and situational factors. Sometimes the reasons women cheat are sexually motivated. If you want to dig a little deeper into why women cheat, Alicia Walker, Ph.D., an assistant professor of sociology at Missouri State University, is a good person to ask. She spent a year interviewing women who've had extramarital affairs for her book, The Secret Life of the Cheating Wife. She found more nuance to the idea that women cheat for sexual variety. I might have to try and track that gal down. She'd be a good guest for the show. You agree? Yeah. Quote, in my studies on women's infidelity, I found women were outsourcing the sexual pleasure in their relationships in an effort to remain in their primary partnerships, she says. Quote, they believed that if they continued to go without their sexual needs being met, they would have to break up their families and break their partner's heart. None of the women made the decision to cheat lightly. After years and sometimes decades of trying to improve things in their marriages, they decided to look elsewhere. Other times, women are unsatisfied in their relationships. That doesn't mean that women who cheat are always looking to save their primary partner. Sometimes it's the opposite. Quote, One of the main reasons women cheat is to blow up a relationship that makes them feel trapped in some way, says Charlene Ruan, Ph.D., a clinical psychologist and founder of Thrive Psychology Group, a group practiced in California that specializes in women. 
Quote, often they're with a partner who seems like a nice person, but it's controlling, stifling, or emotionally unavailable. The woman tries to make changes to get their partner to do couples therapy or push their partner to grow or meet them more emotionally. But when the woman doesn't succeed in these attempts, cheating gives a reason for their partner to leave them. This often comes with a lot of guilt, Dr. Ruan adds. Quote, I think the unconscious narrative is often, he's a nice guy, but I'm miserable. There is something wrong with me, she says. So they act out to end the relationship. In heterosexual couples, research shows that women are much more likely than men to initiate divorce, but are happier after divorce than men. But for women who struggle with guilt over leaving a partner, feel like he needs her, and don't feel their own happiness is enough justification to reach escape velocity in their relationship, cheating gives them a way out. Or, even if she's not ready to leave, she might act out because she has what psychologists call a, or an, uh, quote, insecure attachment style. Quote, for these people, cheating can feel like a way to keep their options open and ensure that they're not hurt or abandoned, says Mark Williams, LMHC, a relationship coach at Relish. Quote, these people need to feel safe and secure, and if this is threatened, if they fight with a partner, for example, they can sometimes overcompensate and seek validation and attention elsewhere. The good news is these issues are fixable. We work really hard with people who have an insecure attachment style to find other ways of responding and ways of regulating strong emotions. Watch out for the warning signs of cheating. If you feel your relationship is off track and your partner may be contemplating or starting an affair, there are certain clues you can keep an eye out for. Quote, there are three big red flags to look for. Being very protective or secretive of her phone, missing money or taking regular large cash withdrawals from the ATM, and missing chunks of time, says Kathy Nickerson, Ph.D., a board-certified clinical psychologist. Quote, if your partner can't tell you where she was for part of the day or seems invasive about it, it's a clue that something interesting is happening. Having lots of random coffee dates or meetings with people you've never heard of or never met is also a clue. The biggest red flag is being wacky with the phone. If the phone is always locked and never leaves her sight, even when she's in the shower, I'd worry. And then it says, for can't miss news, expert beauty advice, genius home solutions, delicious recipes, blah, 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 blah sign up for the Good Housekeeping newsletter. I will have the link to that article on my episode notes. I really, really um, like this, uh, um, excuse me, this article. I think it, it says a lot. It, it, it says a lot of what I believe as well. And um, just listening to how all these things are coming through is just making me more excited to become a my uh, coach. I just need to get studying and get my certification. I've just had a little bit of a setback with everything with my husband and surgery and um, and so on. So hopefully, hopefully soon this spring, I'll be able to actually take on clients myself and be able to help them through their infidelity situations um, and leave dentistry forever. Oh. <laughs> Let's get to today's story. Um, this is a story from Gloria. And I believe that I, most of the people that I originally initially will contact with um, start out in social media groups. And I think I met her on a relationship group 
She submitted this to me back in August, and so I'm excited to finally be able to share her story with the rest of you. Hello, Rebecca. I have enjoyed your podcast, and I thought I would share my story. I have placed it below. My husband and I have been married for 20 years, and we share four children. But to truly understand the story behind the infidelity, one would need the backstory associated with the relationship. This is in no way a justification for my indiscretions, but will provide insight to the actions that led up to the breaking point. I met my husband when I was 15. Although he was out of high school, I labeled us as high school sweethearts. Looking back, I should have seen a pattern with a discord for my feelings, my desires, and my goals. Yet, being young, I thought he hung the moon. We dated pretty steady, and he felt content being him, and after a while, I found that I deserved more. A break occurred when he attempted to pull me from the car by my hair as I was removing my things. During this break, I found someone that would treat me how I felt I deserved, only to find out he was married during a phone call to his home as she moved back to attempt to amend an already broken marriage. Needless to say, we parted ways as he wanted to work on his marriage for his son. I returned to the relationship that was comfortable, my husband. The holidays were approaching and we ventured out for holiday shopping and during our outing, he screamed at me in the middle of a crowded mall. This was a final straw for me. I made the remark to him that he would not realize what he had until it was gone. We parted ways. During that time, I rekindled things with the soon-to-be-divorced man from my past. I fell madly in love with him, and I couldn't see myself with anyone else. However, I learned he had a history of domestic violence, but at month three, I learned I was pregnant. The situation was a lot to handle for two very young people that contemplated an abortion, only to agree to keep the baby. I expressed my desire to remove myself from the roller coaster, but all knew the necessary actions to accomplish such a task, divorce. This was a task that was not practical as financial restraints and career commitments would require me to lose my children, which were not an option. It wasn't until a social media incident that I found myself involved with a classmate from high school, Michael. Michael was involved with someone, but Somehow, I felt comfort in his arms. It was safe. This is something that I had not felt while being beat on in front of my children, often throughout the years. I would find myself driving an hour to meet him just to hold his hand and lusting over a relationship that couldn't be. Michael provided an opportunity to have a strong man with confidence and control from his once military background. I was addicted to the feeling of excitement his light tug on my hair during sex, and his desire to please me. The ability to ignite my passion that had not been lit in years drew me to him more and more. I found myself driving to his work and having sex in his office, like a hot drama that you would sneak from your mom's bedroom or a close-to-rated-X movie. We would find opportunities to have sex in the car, parked at an Outlook, or at his home. The knowledge was that this relationship was not a relationship that would flourish into anything, but the adrenaline was not something that I wanted to give up. He would color code our conversations, and I knew in the back of my mind that was because there was more than one of us. 
During a visit to his home, I saw her, the other girl, leaving from their encounter. These relations went on for two and a half years off and on. Tim speculated that something was occurring, but was never confirmed. It has been three years since the last encounter, but Michael reached out. I thought that door had closed and I had left the conversation very blunt, but I find myself back in the position of yearning him. Though I know the relationship was nothing more than hot sexual encounters, physical attraction is everything that I desire. I no longer find myself physically attracted to my husband and his private ways that discourages physical intimacy. Though I have always said I would have the perfect man if I was able to mix my son's father and my husband, Tim's personality, I am left wondering what the perfect man for me is really. I am waiting for my children to grow as I have never wanted a split home for them. Gloria, thank you so much for sending in your story. It just breaks my heart because it just doesn't sound like you've been in a very good relationship. Um, and you know what? You deserve to be with somebody who's going to treat you with respect 100% of the time. And, you know, physical abuse is never okay. And I worry for you. Um, and I understand that you don't want your children to be in a broken home. But being in an abusive home, I think, would be harder for them to deal with, especially as they grow older and understanding why their mom put up with it rather than saying, my mom had confidence in herself and she wanted to protect herself and us children. And so she left and there is no shame in leaving because of abuse like that. I just, you know, want you to be able to find some peace and your husband should not this isn't good. He, sh he shouldn't be doing this. And so please consider other alternatives um, to be able to break away from that relationship so that you can move on with your life in a positive way and your children can have more of a positive outlook with life and relationships. Um, I just think sometimes children see abuse happen and they think that's normal. And so the cycle continues um, as they grow older and have a family of their own. And we don't want that, you know, that cycle to continue. So I just wish you the best. Please, please be safe. And again, thank you for sharing your story. And that, of course, brings us to a close for today's episode. And if you have a story you would like to share, um, like I had talked about earlier, if you're a lady who has been unfaithful to her husband or partner and you need to get it out, you need to just write it out, you know, definitely get in touch with me. If um, you're a man who's listening and you've been on the fence about wanting to send in your story, it's okay. You can do it. Everything is always anonymous and without judgment. Any suggestions for the Let's Ponder, I'm always open to that. Um, you can reach me at Rebecca.rawtruth at gmail.com. You can go to my website, which is rawtruthstoriesoffemaleinfidelity.com. You can email me from there. You can pick up the story guides that I provide that help form the story for the show so that it kind of flows well. Um, it doesn't hop around to everything, so it's easier for people to be able to follow. Because I know sometimes when I'm thinking or writing something out, I'll go from point A to point Z, then back up to an F and then down to a U. And it's sometimes hard to track. And so we want to make sure that people can track everything. So I that's why I do that. Um, if you're interested in a coffee mug or a mask or 
a shirt or a tote bag, please check out my merch store. It's also on the website. And um, I'm always asking for you guys to help me grow. Um, So if you are an Apple subscriber through Apple Podcasts, it just takes a minute for you to put in a rating. And if you have time, a review, that'll help other people find me easier who need uh, to to hear this. If they're like any of us that are listening, they want to be able to hear this and know that they're not alone and there's support out there. And um, also the uh, Hot 50 Um, podcast magazine every uh, month they have people in their charts and I'm always trying to stay on those charts all of that information can easily be found right on my website and you go to the menu and it's all there so I appreciate all the support you've all given us oh and if you want to sign up for patreon that's there as well again that's like three bucks plus tax and you get um, two bonus episodes a month you will get uh, episodes on Fridays instead of Sundays and um, my infamous um, blooper reel where I say the F word an awful lot, I think. I don't mean to. Sometimes it just slips out. <laughs> but until next time, please be kind to one another. Be happy. Stay healthy. And always remember, no judgment. Goodbye. Goodbye.